This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So let's look at the association tonight and see if we can find some winners in the card tonight. Let's start off in New Orleans, Pelicans and Nuggets squaring off. Uh, Denver laying four and a half, and they have been off to a pretty hot start for a team that you would think it doesn't have a ton of urgency coming off a championship, but it feels like a team that's very blue collar. They bring their lunch pail to work every day and it's business as usual for the Nuggets. Uh, total 224 and a half in this one. Normally the play is always taking the Nuggets at home, but this one's on the road. So PJ, do you see uh, a side here that you like or a total? Yeah, I'm with you, Chelsea. If this game was at home, you would lean Denver. On the road, though, it's a little bit tougher. Pelicans snapped their five-game losing streak the other night with that win against Dallas. They've had a tough schedule so far. They've already played Denver once. They've played Dallas a couple times. They have the Kings coming up here for a couple games. So it's been a little tough stretch for the Pelicans to start the season. Obviously with them, you know, they're dealing with McCollum and he's been out. And Zion, you don't know which nights he's going to play. So they've really been relying on Brandon Ingram on a nightly basis. I'm going to pass on this game. It would probably be a lean to Denver just because, you know, if you're getting really under anything with two possessions with them it feels like a pretty good bet but nothing nothing strong for me in this game i would lean towards denver but we have seen this exact same line for three straight games and the nuggets haven't covered it even at home they didn't cover against the clippers who the clippers are terrible and they won that game 111 to 108 so clearly it was very close and they still won the game outright but three straight losses against the spread as four-and-a-half-point favorites. Maybe that trend ends tonight against a very banged-up uh, Pelicans team that's kind of had a rough stra- uh, stretch to start the season. Next up, let's go to the 76ers and the Hawks. This one in Atlanta, where the home team, point-and-a-half favorites, total of 236 and a half. So immediately, when you see this line, you think to yourself, okay, somebody's probably not playing for the Sixers. And when I see a line like this, it makes me not really want to bet this one because it opened as Philly minus one, and it has moved where this line is now uh, the Hawks sitting as home uh, home favorites. So I think it is Joel Embiid, questionable for this yeah. game. Do we think this game is worth betting on if that's the case? No, like you said, this is one of those games you're going to have to wait until close to game time. Maybe you get involved live in it, but you can't bet until you see the injury report. If anything, maybe you grab Philadelphia now at the plus one and a half, because obviously if MB does play, this line is going to flip and Philadelphia is probably going to be like a three, three and a half point favorite. The line is telling you that he's not going to play. And, you know, it's a tough spot for the Sixers, obviously coming off that game against Boston. Now they go on the road and play Atlanta. I just, I can't bet this kind of game. Obviously, Embiid is the reigning MVP, so important. So it's a pass for me. Maybe you take a shot with Philadelphia plus one and a half for not a lot of money, hoping that maybe Joel does play, and then you get a great number if he ends up playing at plus one and a half. I think these games are really tough, especially for the slot that we're on. We're a morning show. I know you're just filling in. But still, this is the problem that we have every single day here on the show, guessing who's playing in these NBA games. So, PJ, I don't know how much you bet on the NBA, but what time of day is the correct time 
to assume that everybody is playing because at some point they have to announce people out, but sometimes it's right before the game. At what point in the day do you feel confident in betting on the NBA? Oh, it's a good question. Really no time of the day. I guess like 10, 15 minutes before would be the would be the right answer. It's a good question. I think it varies for for each game and what point in the season. Chelsea, we had pe- people earlier this year, we had players earlier this year, second game of the season, and there were there was already load management, you know? So sometimes you don't find out about this stuff until like starting lineups are announced. I think it varies for every game. This game, I would assume we're not going to find out about Embiid until pretty close to tip-off. So if you do want to get involved in this game, if you do want to bet a wager on the Hawks or the Sixers, and this is a 7 p.m. start, 7.30 start, I would assume that you're not going to find out until pretty close to tip. Yeah, that's why it's tough for me to have any faith in betting on the NBA. We have a few more games on the slate, but I do want to get to your college basketball plays. Of these three games that you're seeing here on the rundown, Lakers, Blazers, Kings, Spurs, uh, Suns, Jazz, are any of them worth betting in your opinion? Or is there any kind of betting nugget that you think people should know before we move on to college hoops? Blazers, I actually kind of like tonight, plus the points at plus seven and a half. Lakers are one and five on the road this season. We were obviously just talking about what Philadelphia might do with Joel Embiid. This certainly could be a spot where maybe the Lakers rest some guys potentially. So just because they're not good on the road, this is a lot of points to a young Portland team. I could see them keeping it close. And then when the Kings team total over becomes available, I would probably take that against the Spurs. The Spurs have one of the worst defenses in the NBA, give up 124 points. Sacramento's on a roll right now. They've won four straight. So this seems like a pretty good spot. Obviously, we know what a solid offense the Kings have. They're starting to pick it up after a little bit of a slow start first couple weeks and going up against that San Antonio defense who gives up a ton of points to everybody. I think when that team total over becomes available, Chelsea, that's something I would get involved in as well. Yeah, Sacramento picking up right where they left off uh, during last year's regular season. One of the premier regular season teams out West. And so far, they have been uh, very good at home. Uh, Four and one. This game is on the road, though. Uh, You're right. I think people are buying into the Wimby craze, and it just hasn't really translated to San Antonio covering numbers. They are four and seven against the spread this season. So let's uh, transition and get to your college basketball plays because I'm very interested because I haven't really dipped my toe in the water of college basketball betting too much just yet. But let's start off in the East where we have Maryland getting six and a half against number 21 Villanova. This game is at Villanova. So PJ, what's the play or what's the angle here? Chelsea, you're getting me at a good time because I'm 19 and six on my show. Send it in Ooh. on the picks we're giving out. We went three and zero yesterday, so hopefully uh, we can keep that rolling. The two games that have stuck out to me the most right now, going through the board, and we've entered feast week, which is what they call it because obviously Thanksgiving is approaching. Right now, we're getting a ton of early season tournaments all over the country. Some of these tournaments are even outside of the country. We got some going on in the Bahamas, which starts we uh, next week. So. A lot of these lines aren't out yet um, for some of these games, but of the lines that are out, a couple games, Maryland plus six and a half against Villanova kind of stuck out to me. Terps, people thought maybe could compete in the Big Ten this year with Purdue and Michigan State potentially 
to win a Big Ten regular season title, and that still could happen. Obviously, we're three games into the season. Conference play still doesn't start for about a month and a half, but Maryland's lost two games already in non-conference play to UAB and Davidson. Both of those games were decided by three points or less, though. Maryland's just one of those teams that kind of plays everybody close, like they're really not built to blow teams out. They're a good defensive team. They like playing in the half court. And Villanova's kind of that same way as well. This game is at Villanova. Just feel like it's too many points. And we were talking about last segment in the NFL kind of spots where you can buy low on a team. I mean, you can't really buy low on Maryland, buy any lower on Maryland than you can right now. Again, coming off two losses where they were favorites against mid-major teams, and now they go play Villanova, who's one of the big brands in college basketball. I think we get a great effort from the Terps tonight. I think they keep it close, so I like them, plus six and a half. And then my guys, Alabama, Chelsea, I like them as well. I would take that over against Mercer. They've scored 100 points in all three of their games so far this season. Ooh, sounds like PJ is going to be staying red hot on his college hoops picks. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.